0: You are listening to a One Flower, Two Turtles audio production. Okay, well today is um, Friday the 6th of January, so we are six days into the new year, and uh, like a lot of people, when you get into the new year, you think, right, I would to start shifting the pounds and start getting fit again and uh, just generally walking rather than just sitting and drinking uh, way too much red wine and uh, homemade um, cappuccino, what was it, cappuccino, not cappuccino, um, martinis, it was martin. it was alcohol. Um, so, yeah, coffee martini is really, really good. Homemade, though, very sweet. And, uh, yeah, I did get chest pains the last time I had one. So I uh, thought, that's not good. So uh, let's get walking again. Now, I haven't walked um, properly for a long while now because uh, somehow I severely buggered up my right leg um, and I put it down to too much driving because I do do a lot of driving because I have three kids who need ferrying about. They all go to three different schools Um and uh, so there's a lot of driving involved on the on the school run, getting them both there and back. Um, and there's just, you know, other things as well. I, I think I'm just lazy. So I thought, right, I need to get back to walking again. so for the first time, exclusive play on Hear the Walking Dad. Let's start the treadmill. Oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> At 0.8. That can't be good. So let's speed this up a bit. Hang on. let's not go too quick. Okay, and uh, we're off. Hello. Um, I don't know how long this podcast is going to last. It's going to last for as long as I can walk, basically. So, um, yeah. Hi, my name's Steve, and uh, welcome to the first episode of Hear the Walking Dad, where... um, What are we going to talk about? Well, okay. So, we're six days into January, whoa, and... um, my kids are still on holiday. I don't know if your kids have gone back yet. I know a lot of them have. My kids are all still off. And uh, it's just it's just too long. Um, all of us are pretty much climbing up the walls, desperate to get out. Um, and no matter where you take the kids, they're just ready to go back to school. They really, really are. Um, so there's that to contend with. I've got three kids in the house. So one is just about to turn 12 in a few days. And then another one has just turned nine and we've got the little one who's about to turn four in uh, just over a month and a half s time and um all things considered you know they're actually they're good kids they they play well together you know we're, i think we're really lucky in that respect i mean i i grew up an only child so <clears throat> getting our breath already money on five um so i grew up an only child so I, I never had brothers and sisters to play with but my experience of like sibling relationships was my best friend Robert and his younger brother Ian who basically spent every waking moment trying to either injure decapitate or just generally kill each other um throwing each other down the stairs rugby tackling them you know with I don't know a massive giant pole or something like that um and that was my experience of of brother and sister relationships so I think what I'm going through with mine is, you know, is, is actually quite low key, but my God, they drive you up the bloody wall. Um, so there's there's that, you know, and I'm just I was just desperate to get out, so I thought I'd come in here for a walk and, and start this this podcast. Now I'm I'm also in the because I'm a stay-at-home dad by uh I can't don't know if you can call it by profession. Um but I stay at home and look after the, the kids. I can't believe this amount of breath already. Um and what was I saying? Yeah, so I stay at home and look after the kids, and uh, but I, all of them are starting, the youngest one is starting to go to school properly now, so he's moving up to a few more days a week, and uh, which means I'm gonna have more time, so what am I gonna do with myself? And um, if you ever listened to internet radio, you might have heard me over the last few months, where I present a radio show, and I've just started up our own, um, our own um, <laughs> this is embarrassing, I'm really, happy, our own audio production company, which is called One Flower, Two Turtles or one f2t but one flower two turtles comes from the name for my kids so they all have middle names and my eldest um her middle name is rose um sorry that's the one flower and then we've got the boys middle names are leonardo and Raphael. of course the teenage ninja turtles and that's you know that's where it came from it's just a little bit of a tidbit into uh my relationship with my children but anyway my point is kids need to fuck off um (laughs) they just need to fuck off and go back to school and be with their friends and it's now at that point now where they're nervous about going back to school you know it's just been too long um so yeah but i also know that when they go back the house is going to be empty and quiet and you're just like where are the kids i want them to come home (laughs) so yeah that's that Right, i'm gonna try and up the speed hang on oh my god this is embarrassing I came, I've never actually run a marathon yet. I wanted to do the Great North Run in Newcastle a few years ago and just never got around to it. And look at me, all I'm doing is walking at 5.5. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's 5.5 kilometers an hour or what it is. But I used to be able to run at 12 on this thing. Um, but yeah, so I'm walking on this, this leg, had to go and get physio on it. It's actually not too bad at the minute. I stretched it out, probably, before we got on the treadmill. Um, so yeah, what's been going on? Um, well, for those of you if, you, if you are listening in any other country apart from the United Kingdom, um, you will, of course, know that this country is run by the Conservative Party. Bunch of fucking nobbers. Um, sorry. If you're, if you're listening and you're a Tory supporter, you're probably not going to like this. Or you're probably just going to go, you know what? You're absolutely right. Um, Not going to go into what happened last year, because that was just a cacophony of absolute bullshit. Um, But here we are, we've got a new, um, unelected Prime Minister, and uh, he's come out and said that we want um, kids to be studying maths until they're 18. Now, um, just before I started recording, actually, there was a, a little... Video message from the man known as Simon Pegg, you know, writer, actor, professional Tom Cruise friend, and uh, I love him. I love Simon Pegg. He's brilliant. Space, man, it was awesome. Um, but he's basically, you know, what? I'll see if I can play the clip. But basically, he's just called um soon like an absolute bell end um, for trying to force kids to do maths, and he's absolutely right. Not everyone takes to maths. Um, I've Again, three kids, and I'm really surprised at how well my, kid, my kids get on with, with maths. Um, even my little one is doing his times tables, and they all do really, really well in maths, which makes me, does genuinely make me think, are they my kids sometimes? Because they're better at maths than I ever was. Um, and I've, I've failed maths exams, like straight out Fs across the board. I've failed maths four times. The last two times I tried to take it, was when I had to um, go through for qualification purposes because I was training as a teacher. And I failed them again. And that was age, oh God, 30 something. Grown ass man cannot do maths. I can do the basic maths, you know, like, like plus, or minus, divide, blah, 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 I, can, I think I can do divide. I can definitely do my times tables. But you start breaking break into things like Pythagoras theorem, it's just, it's totally over my head. Um, You know, it'll be easy to put it down to the teaching or whatever, but it's not. It's just not like sometimes kids are just not wired to do certain topics like maths or science or whatever. And they find another route through life, and that's absolutely fine. Um, But forcing kids to do maths, it's 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 wrong because you're forcing them down a route they don't they don't that they probably won't thrive in, some of them. But there's also the additional maths problem of If you want all these kids to learn maths through to the age of 18, who's gonna teach them? You know, like, we have a severe growing shortage of teachers in the United Kingdom, and in fact, people across the board in the public sector. I mean, you're talking not just teachers, um, but also, we already know about what's going on in the NHS, doctors, nurses, um, everyone working in hospitals, GPs, massive growing shortage of them. Less and less police officers. Um, the fire service, I think, I think is, is losing numbers as well. And you know, who do you expect to step up and come in and teach the kids these these subjects? Um, no one wants to work in the public sector anymore. It's an absolute joke. And veering away from the teaching topic for a second, there's been all these strikes in the NHS recently with with the nurses. I've seen rumours about do- junior doctors going on strike again as well like they did a few years ago. Um, There's only rumours, I don't know if that's true yet. But they're, I think they're, the, the Tory government, um, who are government in name only, they've got all the power and no fucking brains to um, accomplish anything apart from themselves. Um, but the Tories are grotesquely underestimating the power of these strikes, I think. At least I hope they are. I hope they are. I mean, I was, I was talking to my to my wife about this a few days ago. Now she's a, a GP in the health service. So I, like, I've seen it, I've seen the stress that this, that this brings on on ordinary human beings who literally are doctors, nurses, um, surgeons, porters, whatever it is they're doing in the NHS. They don't necessarily just take up this job just because it's a job. I and mean, you don't take up doctoring or even teaching for that matter because of the paycheck. You do it because you wanna make a difference. Um, I haven't met a GP or a surgeon or a nurse who's come in and said, oh yeah, I want to do this for the money. I haven't met a teacher who's come in to the state school system and said, oh yeah, I'm doing this for the money. They do it because they want to help people. They do it because they want to educate the young. They want, they want to connect to the children. You know, they, want to, they want to guide them and shape them through life and get them ready for what's to come. People become nurses and doctors because they want to help people live their life to their best and make sure they stay well. Um and it's it's a blatant disregard for people in the public sector. And people have caught onto it. But there is the danger, especially with the NHS now. And this is not me slagging off the NHS at all, it's genuinely not again <laughs> I have skin in the game, I really do, and I I fret about my wife going to work as a GP every single day because it, it, it sounds like an absolute nightmare. Um and you see all the pictures going on with the... Jesus, crossing sweat. Um, with the, the ambulances queuing outside the hospitals and everything. But you've been seeing in the headlines on Twitter, Facebook, about the, the NHS crisis. And we've been seeing that for years. You know? People have been saying for years, oh, the NHS is in crisis, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I'm just going to speed this up a minute. Let's go up to six. And the leg starts hurting. Um, so you've been seeing all these headlines for years. Oh, the NHS is in crisis, you know. Blah 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 blah. And I worry that people have got desensitised to it. They're just like, oh yeah, yeah, NHS is fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. They say this every year, but it's bad. Like it's really, really bad. I mean, you probably saw the headlines of them running out of antibiotics. Our um, our youngest, well, actually, our two youngest, our boys, caught um, scarlet fever because that's um, been doing the rounds recently as you've probably seen. And they've run out of antibiotics, kids. Um, the, the liquid one, I, I, I don't think they've run out of the tablet form, but they've run out of the liquid form of antibiotics, um, the penicillin. This is supposed to be one of the richest countries in the world, and we've run out of penicillin. Oxygen, there are hospitals without oxygen tanks that would help people be able to breathe. We're supposed to be one of the richest countries in the world and we've run out of fucking oxygen. And there's the fucking Prime Minister saying, do more maths. So, in the words of the great Simon Pegg, fuck you, Richie Sinanak. And fuck the Tories and please, for the love of God, get these motherfuckers out. Get them out. You know, I, like, I grew up in... Um, in a conservative family, and I'll be honest with you, like a few—I don't know how many years ago now—I would probably be your back then your typical Tory voter. And I think, I think that brand of of conservative, and This is going to sound really grey, but that brand of conservative conservatives have died when John Major left. And I, I quite rate John Major. Like the, the guy's got more principles now. Than what he was when he was actual fucking prime minister but the conservatives are not the conservatives anymore they're not they're, they're gone they're dead they're buried and it's been taken over by this this cult um epitomized by alexandra boris johnson off. i'll be here fuck off Boris. um and then you brought in liz truss what the fuck was that what the actual fuck was that could have bought in Beaker from the Muppets you'd have the country run better than that quasi-quaten walking around with a fucking joker I'll just take the economy twat (laughs) sorry, this has gone off on a total political rant Um, but anyway what's my point? oh yeah, toys are wankers Um, so that's that, what else? Uh, in the new year, films films, yeah so, I'm a huge Batman fan Huge Batman fan ever since uh, the first Michael Keaton, Tim Burton film. Massive Batman fan. Absolutely huge. And uh, finally, after about a year of it being out, I finally sat down and watched The Batman. The Batman. sequel's going to be called Bat-Batman, by the way. The sequel's going to be called This Batman. I'm joking, I don't know. Um, But yes, finally got to town, so I sit down and watch uh, The Batman with Robert Pattinson. Bloody Amazing. Absolutely amazing! Finally, a proper Batman film where he's a detective and he's not trying to be a superhero. Um, so, and Robert Pattinson, absolutely brilliant. Loved Robert Pattinson. Um, my wife didn't like it. It's quite. It's a little bit like I think it's a little bit like Seven, um, the David Fincher film. Um, some quite gruesome stuff. Rupert Penry-Jones from Spooks turns up though, which is quite funny. He lasts about all of five seconds on screen. For all you fans of the Spooks TV show there. Um, so yeah, there was that. And uh, what else? And Glass Onion. Uh, the sequel to Knives Out. Fucking brilliant. Like, I, I really rate Daniel Craig as an actor. I rate him quite highly as Bond. Mainly based on the first film. Because the rest of them are shit. That's per usual. Because he was amazing in the Royale. Um, but... He is made for this Benoit Blanc role. Benoit Blanc, you know, Um, the detective guy in the films. He's just so funny. He's just so funny. And um, the film's really good. If you haven't seen it yet, it's fairly easy to work out who the bad guy is. That's not necessarily from the story, but I think that's more down to the casting choices that you made. Ryan Johnson, if you ever want to come and talk to me on this podcast, you're more than welcome. I'm assuming you're a dad, I'm not sure. I don't know if you walk. Um, it would be nice to hear you. Hear the Walking Dad with Steve. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But yeah, two, two really good films. Um, Glass on and Hear the Walking Dad. You know what? If I ever do an interview on this thing, I've got to get fit because I'm going to be out of breath so fucking quick. Um, but the, going back to the Batman absolutely brilliant and just going to talk a little bit about fan culture toxic fan culture as it's become known um 16 minutes nearly seventeen. um because there's been this whole thing about i don't know if any if any of you follow comics or comic book movies you'll see that um the dc universe the people who make batman and superman and wonder woman and justice league what the fuck is that um It's all kind of like being taken over, and Zack Snyder, who who many people believe to be God of the DC Universe, um, basically been booted out. Um, Some quite personal family reasons within the story, and that's really, really sad, Um, but he's out there. And now people are saying, oh, the DC Universe is dead, Um, even before the new people, namely James Gunn of Guardians of the Galaxy fame. Have even made a single fucking film. Um, this is what I mean about toxic fan culture. Just because you're not getting what you want doesn't mean that it's not right. Um, talking about Daniel Craig a minute ago and I was saying I loved him in Casino Royale. And I remember a few years ago, many, many years ago before when we all found out that Craig was cast as Bond. Um, there were these people decrying that there was going to be a blonde Bond on the screen that's not what Bond should look like. They should look way more like Pierce Brosnan, blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, hang on a minute. The dude hasn't even shot a single a, a single frame of film yet, and you're passing judgment. You know? Give it a chance, man. Fuck's sake, just give something a chance. If you don't like it, then fine, move on. But don't ruin it for other people who might actually like it, you know? Um, and am I'm a huge Doctor Who fan as well. And uh, the, the fandom within Doctor Who, uh, the, within Doctor Who is a lot more, it's a lot nicer. It's a bit more respectful. I um, don't know whether or not it's because it's more niche or what it is, or I don't know. But um, yeah, a lot nicer. But David Tennant is coming back as the Doctor. I'll leave you with this. So we were watching the last episode, The Power of the Doctor, the last one with Jodie Whittaker. And uh, by this point, everyone knew that David Tennant was going to be coming back. No one really quite knew what was going to happen, whether or not it was going to be flashbacks or like a, a multiverse thing. But everyone knew that Tennant was coming back as the Doctor. And everyone was geared up for it. And uh, I don't really like spoilers for Doctor. Like, I'll, I'll take spoilers on anything else. does It really <clears throat> doesn't really bother me. Doctor Who is the one thing I'm just like, I don't want to know. Just let me watch the program. Let me enjoy it. Let me enjoy it for what it is. And, uh, and go on from the... And uh, I'd accidentally seen this rumor that uh, they were going to end the, the final scenes so of Jodie Whitaker's regeneration on a cliffhanger where you'd just see a presumably arm stretched out, Jesus pose, light shoe and her hands on her face, and then it would just fade to black. I was like, you know what? That's quite a cool way to end it. That would be totally out of, out of character and keep people wondering. Even though you knew Tennant was coming back, well, you weren't quite sure how they were going to do it. But, uh, so we were watching it and uh, really enjoying us, Oh, you know, the regeneration's coming over. It's quite sad, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she starts regenerating. The hand shoots out. and it goes, wah, and the light's going out. and everything. It's over this beautiful scenery. Titus on the left-hand side, over this beautiful coastal view. And the camera starts panning back. I'm just like, it's going to fade to black. That's a nice way to end it. That's quite cool. And in that same moment, my wife, her head was lying on my D. She gets a text message. I wasn't taking that much notice because I'm fully engrossed in Doctor Who When Doctor Who's on, everything else can fuck off As far as I'm concerned It's just me, watching the Doctor Shut the fuck up um, But she gets this message and goes, oh no, I wish I hadn't read that Now luckily, that didn't register And I think, I'm watching the TV And I think, it's going to fade to black in a minute now But it doesn't It starts moving back Towards the TARDIS And towards the Doctor who stood there, full regeneration pose Arms stretched out, Jesus-style And I'm like, hang on, what the fuck? And my wife goes again, I wish I hadn't seen that text. Now it's kind of sportive for me. Doesn't register. And then the doctor starts changing. And the penny finally drops. When the costume starts changing, which obviously they've never done before, if you've ever watched Doctor Who, they've never regenerated the clothes before. They've always, it's always been new doctor, same clothes to what the previous one was wearing. But the clothes start changing and the tie appears. And I genuinely shout out, holy fucking shit. Because I know what's coming. And it goes on and on and on. And my, my hand is, I think it's on my wife's arm. And it's gripping tighter and tighter and tighter. But oh my God. And then finally, his face comes up and the hair's popped up. It's like proper boom, straight up. And I have the biggest smile on my face. I sound like a rapid fan though, don't I? But yeah, point is... <laughs> I was going to say more, but I can't. I've done 22 and a half minutes and I'm knackered. David Tennant's coming back as a doctor. That's my point. Um, If I ever recover from this, I will do another episode. I'm going to stop this. (sighs) 22 minutes and 28 seconds on a treadmill. It's going to be a long time until I can do even a half marathon. Uh... Thanks for listening. I'm Steve. You have been listening to Hear the Walking Dead. I need to lie down. You have been listening to a One Flower, Two Turtles audio production. For more information on all our radio shows and podcasts, check out our website, 1F2T.co.uk. Sounds of the 1F2T. The sounds of life.